0: I like to move and it. I like to move and move it, I like to move and move it, you like to move it, I like to move
1: and move it, I like to move and move, I like to move and move it, you like to.
0: Tomahawk. It looked like you were about to kick that one off, Garrett. I got pumped.
2: Oh, no, it's fine. I do think that this episode is going to start in the middle of bone. Oh, I, th- fair I think enough. it's going to start with... Oh,
0: well, own tomahawk <laughs> to y'all. My name is Dan Scully. My name is Garrett Smith. Welcome to I Like to Movie Movie. Uh, this is uh, the second part of our Halloween... Throwback, I guess we're going back to some older horror movies, Universal Monsters, baby. Talking about the Invisible Man, oh, one of my favorites, another James Whale film. As I was gonna say, that's what this ends up being kind of is a James Whale, uh, Whale Tober, yeah, that sounds good. I don't know, I'm into it. That's not great. I mean, it it says James Tober, yeah, that's kind of weird. Whales, Whale Toberfest, Whale Toberfest, whatever it is, and well, and in honor of what is his name, Jack Griffin.
2: Jack Griffin, that's In correct. In honor of
0: Jack Griffin, yeah. the... Uh- hero of the invisible man yes uh, later we will be counting down our favorite funny assholes <laughs> funny assholes you love to hate yes so funny assholes you love to hate yes. this is a really really solid list i'm excited boom all right
2: yeah. um is there anything we should get out of the way oh front? sure of course uh you can find us on twitter and facebook and gmail and all of the places you know like gmail uh and i like two movies. numeric two guys <laughs> yes, check out our gmail yeah Stop by. I put a lot of uh, hard work into the design of our Gmail account. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Do two the, movies, settings? Set oh, the settings. We set the settings on that Gmail compact baby. Got to use that setting. Uh, boy, all my Gmail heads out there are going crazy for that one. Uh, and uh, Gmails and females. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, uh, But uh, I think the other thing is I keep I keep wanting to plug Pizza Man because it's uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, I think the. I think even when this episode goes up, I think the uh, funding page will still be live. So um, if people go to moviejohn.com, that's the Philly John, J-A-W-N, moviejohn.com, they should be able to find links to uh, a fundraising campaign for a slasher movie that our friend Rosalie is making. She was on an episode a couple weeks back. I guess a month back now. I forget how our schedules work. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. And uh, yeah, she's making a slasher movie, and we're really excited about it. We we did bingo night with them the other night. It was super fun. I I played bingo for the first time in I don't know two decades. Did someone
0: call? I was not there, so I must know. Yes. Did they ever draw B four? Of course. Someone go and after.
2: Uh, I believe what happened was Ian was calling the bingo numbers. Former guest of the show, Ian Kimball. He was pretty lit up. He got scolded by Rosalie's mom at one point for swearing into the microphone too. Often that's so funny. It was amazing. Uh, I believe he said before, and then before anybody could do the joke, was like, "And what are we gonna say?" Here and after he did like a really big like character moment. That was uh, I love it. Yeah, I it wish I could funny. have seen that.
0: Yeah, feeling under the weather that day. They also had the uh, the pizza party uh, fundraiser. Oh yeah. Where At it was Snap, pizzas pizza. And Snap Pizza. So yeah, that place is Did you cool. go to that? I did go to that. Yeah, I love Snap Pizza. Yeah, definitely. It. It's like the Chipotle of pizzas. <laughs> um, pretty, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, but yeah, definitely check that out. And even if the fundraising thing is over, yeah, uh, I am sure that they'll still take your money. <laughs> and uh, there's plenty of. Uh, yeah, Rosalie's c- got so many, so much neat stuff yes. that she's working on and has that. Even if you miss the fundraiser, it'll be worth your while to do it. Uh, even if just for the movie itself. But also, I'm sure there's stuff. Yeah, there's actually there's a teaser oriented. for
2: the movie online now, too, that people can check out. Um, so yeah, check out Pizza Man. Definitely uh, check that out. Because we're excited about it. And uh, and Jenna is a part of it, Dan's, oh, yeah. Dan's partner. So um, yeah. She is uh, one of
0: the stars. And um, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be wild. Yeah. We're it's very like excited the about the community's it. making something rather yeah. than just comu- uh consuming shit. Exactly. Which is nice. Yeah, that's so I'm very excited also, about that. Also, I, I think plug this it. year uh the Philadelphia Film Festival is coming up. Oh yeah. And this we should year talk about is this. the first time that like everybody's going. I'm going. Like, there's a huge press coverage. Jenna's covering yes, for Fendi as well. It's gonna be. There's going to be a lot of people there, so there's a lot of movie-movie-adjacent people that you can say hi to if you happen to come out there. Yeah. There's a lot of cool movies that are playing. Yes. So, yeah, come out, see some shit, hang out with us. We're going to be doing some happy hours, yeah. watching some movies. It's going to be real mellow. That's such a
2: good point. I wanted to talk about that really quick, which is I did get a press pass for this, which I never have before. I think you have a couple years in a row now, this right? This will be, I think, my fourth year covering yeah. it. Uh, and uh, mostly just because I don't, uh, I I usually only go to one or two movies at the festival yeah. every year. Um, when they're free, you go to more. Yeah, I know. And and, and you s- can gamble. And I think well, and you I think that was some weird thing. shit. And go,
0: oh, I'll see if it's any good. Knowing
2: that if I got the pass, I would I, like, I would use it, and I'd yeah, want to yeah. use it. I like never really wanted to even like try and get it because I knew I would then just commit to two weeks yeah, of doing yeah, nothing yeah. but movies. But that's What's wrong with that. Last minute, I ended up being able to get a pass. So did Tori. She was able to get one through her podcast. Oh, right on. Oh, nice. Yeah, she got one through Butter with that. Nice. I got one through uh, I Like to Movie. So anyway, that means there's going to be an I Like to Movie Movie episode, probably in November, um, that uh, should be covering the Philadelphia Film Festival. I imagine between the two of us, we'll see at least 20 movies. Oh, yeah. I plan to see a fair amount. I like, you probably are going to see 20 yourself. I'm going to hate movies by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I usually
0: do that. But I mean, I'm not gonna go crazy the one yeah. year i went crazy and i legitimately hated movies yeah. by the end so much so that a movie that i hated at that festival i reviewed again later when it got right wide release and loved it yeah yeah because i was just out of it yep. at that point it's but what's gonna be one thing i will give you as a piece of advice yes. at least to any like if you're seeing a lot of the festival not like puff where we just see everything y- yes just, yes just find one thing that you go i don't know what this is yeah see it and it, usually you stumble across something kind of awesome. Yeah,
2: there's like one or two things I put that I think I'm going to try and see that I don't really know anything yeah, about. Yeah. I just thought the description sounded interesting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like one thing I'm going to check out that I'm pretty excited about, and it's literally because I saw like one tweet about it, and then I was like, that sounds interesting to me. I think it's called Jalakatu. I don't know oh, how you pronounce it. That is on my schedule. Yeah. Yeah, I can't I'm wait for that. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. I think it's like a South American made movie about a town that has to fight a bull. I'm in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I actually didn't even read it. I just heard that it was good and put it on my I'm, list. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. The one I stumbled across that I want to see is called Idol. Okay. D I don't know anything about uh, like w- where it's from or whatever. It yeah. seems foreign, but it looks like a beefy thriller. Mm-hmm. And it's just like politician's kid kills someone in a hit and run or yeah. gets killed in a hit and run. Yeah. I forget what it is. And so now it's a thriller of the fallout from that. Looks fucking cool. Sounds cool. Looks fucking cool. So Yeah. yeah there's going to be some cool shit. I'm very excited. That? Yeah, it's it's a good time. Yeah. I did buy one gala ticket. I'm going to the Irishman because that's the only way I'm ever going to watch it in an optimal format because I am a pause fiend when I have the option to pause
2: at had, home. Had I known I was actually like going to do all of this, I would have got a ticket to that probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still going to try and get one of knives out if they... And if we and end they're going to releasing some more tickets. The m- other
0: thing you can do is rush line. Right. And... Um, Rush, I believe, is ten or fifteen dollars, but it has to be cash. Yeah. And you just get in the line and hope. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh checking for tickets yeah. every day. I keep refreshing yeah. the site to see if they uh, release stuff yeah. for knives out. But I'm gonna get in that rush line
2: if yeah. need be. Yeah. But
0: honestly, that's another one too, where it's like it'll suck. But it comes out in a couple weeks.
2: I'm mostly going to skip the galas because I know I can see those yeah, movies yeah. and the rest of these I can, uh, you know, I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to check them out. It's better to use it to see weird yeah. shit.
0: Yep. Because before you know it, you'll see Knives Out 10 times. Yeah. It'll be December. Yeah. So like you know it's stuff like but I'm trying to there. see porno. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. who knows? Porno. You know, I want to. I just want to stay home and watch pornos. Yeah, yeah. Is, is yeah. that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, there's yeah. Porno. There's a movie called see. Porno that looks I very see good. Ba-
2: Bakaru. Yeah, yeah. It oh yeah, Andy recommended that to yeah, me. Yeah. I ended up adding that. I hear my that's list. good. Yeah. Vast of Nights play. Yep. and That was the one that Rose said was like
0: up up our alley, and I would like to see that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, totally I'm excited. In. It's gonna be fun. I'm glad I'm Ooh. gonna get to be there. There's a documentary about Frankie Boy Stallone. <laughs> um, and I love anything a Stallone adjacent. <laughs> At the same time, Frank Stallone is legitimately fucking crazy. He's a great Twitter follow. He's like a James Woods before yeah. before Woods got like perma banned for yeah, spouting yeah. whatever hateful shit. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's another one who's like super conservative, super pro military, yeah. and like in a reactive way, but when you read it, you're like, this is Frank Stallone, <laughs> yeah. the guy who did, you know, push it to the limit, uh-huh. and you know, just, yeah, it's, I want to watch the documentary, but I think it's called, like, it's something about, like, uh, like the title's something like, you know, the Stallone movie, no, no, Frank Stallone, like, it has some <laughs> sort, I forget what it is, it has some sort of name like that, it's not even in the official program, it's in the special events, really? so I didn't even know about it until Jenna was like, I kind of want to see this Frank Stallone movie, I'm yeah. like, I do, I do, yeah, now yeah, that I know yeah. it exists, that's funny. So, Frankie Boy Stallone. Oh, that's cool.
2: And what are the odds that Frank Stallone just rolls through for it? I'd yeah. say a thousand percent. Yeah. Because he's probably just chilling at home. Yeah. I'm sad that actually, I mean, not sad. I'm excited. I've got a 24 hour horathon ticket, which happens on one of the mm. big days. Like, I think I'm going to miss Honey Boy because of that. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. stinks. Yeah. You yeah, yeah, it's a like, horathon, man. I know. Did you yeah. send your shit in for the yearbook? Uh, <laughs> no, I fucking just kept just not doing that. Because like part yeah, of part of it was like the <laughs> I'm like that too. <laughs> I know. Well, and they kept being like, and give us your best memory, and I'm like, I don't. I don't this is my first one. It says that in the thing that said. I know, have a memory, but I don't want to... I know. I don't want. Yeah, no, know. I get it. I yeah. mean,
0: yearbook or no yearbook, you're gonna have a blast. Yeah. I will not be great, but I just I respect that you have finally decided I to go wait. for it, and I'm jealous of your fortitude. Yes. But there's just nothing that can make me. Like, we were at the uh, Masters of Horror event. Yeah a few days back that was five movies so it was fun fucking fantastic loved it but by the end of that my butt hurt so bad uh-huh. and then and x-fest is like that too yep. my butt hurt so bad i was like you know what i i don't care if they're playing a video of god's asshole yeah i am
2: i will never sit in a chair, this chair the it's i cute. am i like we should take bets on how many movies i actually am awake for the whole movie for I understand
0: that they program the later stuff to be more ethereal and surreal <laughs> so that as you're dipping out, you can just be like, oh, yeah, this is a, it's a picnic basket with eyes. Like, you know, okay, do kind of <laughs> I don't know where I came up with picnic basket from eyes. Yeah. With eyes, but that reminds me on my walk over here, I'm yes. going to show you this picture. Did you know that about a block away, there's a house with eyes? What?
2: <laughs> I did not know that. Isn't that amazing? That's it literally has big googly big eyes Google on eyes its door. door.
0: I looked like just the shittiest, gentrified motherfucker standing on that corner taking pictures of <laughs> yeah. that house with my iPhone and my yeah. earbuds in. <laughs> and there was just a lot of people around me that are more from the neighborhood. I was like, I probably look so yeah. fucking awful. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. But we got to understand there's a house with googly eyes. Googly eyes on the door. That's South Philly. So, yeah, I guess that's all the housekeeping. Yeah, that's all the housekeeping. All Let's the talk housekeeping. About, Let's uh, about James Whale's Invisible, Invisible Man. This is probably the first Universal Monsters movie that I ever saw. Yeah. Because I think it was another one like Bride of Frankenstein that was available at the library. Yep. In a giant clamshell case. <laughs> um, and I think I was attracted to it because, uh, I mean, short of the Abbott and Costello, you know, I'd sure. seen those first. I grew up on those. But in Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, there is a small, great Invisible Man gag it's done well with the effect yeah and i think that's what drew me to it and watching this movie now it is pretty incredible how
2: well these effects hold up they really hold up like i mean i really love this movie like in general but the the effects in particular are like so I, you know it's like uh, the thing is one of my favorite movies mostly because i not most like one of the big reasons is i love the practical effects yeah. oh, i like yeah. i'm really into cool practical like movie special effects and one of the big discoveries watching these Universal movies for the first time, like earlier this year, last year, whenever we did it, was like these incredible special effects that just for some reason I was I never would have imagined I would even be thinking about or talking about when talking about a movie from the 1920s or 30s.
0: Well, you would expect to be like... You know, but you know, that actually holds true for a lot of things where you expect to be like, All right, I'm gonna make some concessions. Right. I'm gonna make peace with the fact that it's gonna be a little silly and just yeah. get into it. And like, you know, it is in some ways. I mean tiny town with with Brighton right <laughs> yeah. Time. but we talked about that in the episode. That effect looked good. It's so awesome. And I never feel like I'm making concessions no. towards these effects. What's weird though, is that sometimes, you know, nowadays I do get that feeling yes. that I'm making concessions towards, like, Hobbs and Shaw is a great example. Yes, I hate rubbery CGI stuntmen. I hate it. That movie is replete with them. It's just tons of them. And, you know, the movie's entertaining enough. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But... I find myself going, oh, okay, okay. Well, they didn't want to use a real stuntman because no stuntman look like the Rock is right, huge. Right, but, right. And I'm making those concessions that I expect to make. Of well, it's 1935. Yeah, yeah. And I don't make that for the 1930s movie. I'm going to check that year, but
2: there, yeah, I, f- I forget what year this one is from. I think it's like 32 or something, but I could be wrong. Uh, they like the thing that's crazy to me is like there are a couple effects in this that um, 33. 33 okay there are you know there's a couple of uh, shots that look like very superimposed and, mm. and it's like oh okay i think i can see how they're doing that but there are legitimately shots in this movie where i'm like i straight up don't know how they did that. like yeah. i don't oh, yeah. the first time he pulls the wrap off of his head and you just see like there's no head underneath but there's clearly an actor there like pulling yeah, things off. Yeah. i don't exactly know how they did that you know what i mean mm-hmm. That's so incredible yeah, like I looking. I know that
0: they erased him off the film somehow, but right. I, yeah, I don't know the actual. I don't exactly yeah. know how they
2: do that. It's like, it's really, and yeah, it like, looks. I know how email great, works, but right. if I was on a
0: desert island, I could never get one to you. Right, exactly. Like I, it's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah.
2: It is. It's it, really impressive. Like, some of it looks incredible. And I
0: think even the stuff that you look at and go, oh, this is like superimposed and that kind yeah, of thing, yeah. even knowing some of the craft and how to do it, I don't find that that level of artifice. Draws me away from it. Oh, no. It actually feels real in the movie. Whereas a CGI stuntman yeah. in Hobbs and Shaw actively does yeah. push me out of the reality of the movie. Yes. And it comes down to what we always say like, these are actual tangible effects, mm-hmm. even when it's just. Uh, Jack's shirt flying around that it's clear that amazing. they filmed someone wearing a shirt yeah and then whatever this magical process was that I don't understand to eliminate it yeah but yeah it looks so good I wonder if we were to embrace these same actual techniques right today it could be used to good effect like that shirt yeah that could be in a conjuring I know it could totally be in a conjuring yeah. and I just wonder what the difference is between like CGI creating a shirt or eliminating an actor in a shirt how that translates now to, like, digital filmmaking, whether it's something, uh, you know, Rube Goldbergian, whether they're layering film cells right. over one another, if that's just lost now because of new effects. But right. I hope it's not, because I think the way that looked... Could succeed in a in an Annabelle movie. Well, I
2: know. Well, and I I, I couldn't stop thinking about the fact that like Lee Wanell is making one of these right now, yeah, and how like presumably it is going to be a a more you know mid to low budget
0: m- movie. I mean, based on Upgrade, I would imagine that he probably has a fondness for some of these right. techniques. And that's what I would think to too.
2: That's I know. That's what I kept thinking about. I was like, what if he does this? Like, what if he really. Tries to make an Invisible Man movie like the way you would have made an Invisible Man movie in in like the nineteen thirties or whatever. Man, I like, hope so. That would be awesome to see. I know. Man, I which, know. as
0: much as I would cut off my left nut to see, sure. I don't want to see that. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah. I I just kept thinking about it, and I I like uh, maybe we'll get into this as we talk about it more. But like, I also kept thinking about ways where I was like. How could you make an Invisible Man movie like today and like somehow have it be like kind of like interesting or whatever? You know, yeah, yeah. like we well, do Hollow Man, right? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie is is
0: interesting, but for not these reasons. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I was thinking about I do like that movie. I
2: was thinking about how like this movie. So like one of the great things about this this movie is like pretty expressly a comedy. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is very interesting. Oh, can
0: I say one thing about yeah. the effects before we leave? Yeah. It? Um I I wrote it down, but I remember it in my head is a. Uh, even when he's wrapped in the gauze yes and there's no effects being employed except an actor wrapped in gauze yeah i don't picture an actor under it no me neither i picture invisibility under yes. it which is a tremendous thing to have pulled yeah. off that's really that's amazing i don't think of claude rains i think
2: of I know. empty space it's that's cu- fucking cool do you know what claude rains looks like by the way yeah Wee herman <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 he like uh he's also in a uh i think it's like a 19 for late '30s, early '40s version of Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Um, it's like a. It, it's also. It's not the 1920s Universal Monster Phantom of the Opera, but Universal did it again in like the late '30s, early '40s with Claude Rain in it. Okay, and he's so good in it, and he's such like an interesting looking guy, and. You know he has that like big theatrical voice that works so well for the character of the Invisible Man. Yeah, but oh, he's so good. With we'll is like them. when you see the actual guy delivering that like dialogue, it's like even better. Like he he looks like the person that should be saying things that way. You know what oh, I mean? it was
0: nineteen forty three. Yeah, favorite. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. He was in Casablanca, which I only just recently saw. Oh, which you know I've is, never seen it, dude. I That's another one. I put it on. I was like, this is going to be one of those movies yeah. that I go, well, it's old and it's nice. No, that's fucking good. Yeah, yeah. If, like, Soderbergh made that today, yeah. we'd be you yeah. know, hailing it as the next best thing. Oh, he was in a... Okay, he was in Notorious. All right. I've never seen that.
2: He was in... Oh, there was another one that popped up. Because you, you only stuff. get that one glimpse of him right in the final shot of the movie. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: He was in Battle of the Worlds. Okay. That's a prequel. Like, you've won the Battle of the Worlds, but you've lost the War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock presents Wagon Tree. He's He's so great, though.
2: He, like, just the way he uses his voice in this movie is, like, so incredible and crazy.
0: You know, that's where I know him from. He's from the Errol Flynn Robin Hood. He was pretty strong in that
2: Oh, he's nice. rolling his arse.
0: Robin Hood, yeah. Robin of Locksley. Yeah. once again. Yeah. yeah, he's he's got such good delivery. But it's anyway, incredible. Th- I derailed you. From oh no, a point it's okay. I,
2: well, that. and I, I don't know what it was at this point, but oh, we'll I'm get, sorry. It, no, it's okay. It'll come up. So, it, it's fine. Yeah, so a thing. it's so good. Uh, but yeah, it just I like that this movie is like very expressly a comedy. That's exactly where you, where we left off. You co- said it was
0: expressly a co- comedy yes. compared
2: to like like I think some of the I mean. The the Universal Monster movies are in general like a little more light than uh than than I think I would have thought they would be, you know, based yeah, on their reputation like as human monster centipede. movies. Right. There but it this one is like very expressly a comedy with like a lot of sort of cartoony characters. There's the uh, there's the police officer that literally makes, like, cartoon faces whenever he's, like, presented with information, mm-hmm. you know? Well, uh, he looks like
0: a walrus, and he's got the, you know, the large overhanging mustache. Yes, yeah. I don't think it's Yeah,
2: he, he's like, he, he also talks that. He talks hey, about his Yeah, yeah.
0: I, how can I put cops on a ghost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. so good. But I, th- I think the thing that I end up liking about that is that he's, like... The, we were talking before about like this movie, and I think the book is like this. It starts with him already being the Invisible Man.
0: That's so key. Yeah. And I remember when I first saw this as a child, that blew my mind. Yeah. Because I had seen other Invisible Man stories. Yes. In, in, you know, that just other shapes of it. Yep. And the idea was, we meet the scientist, and yep. then he goes mad as this stuff is applied. Yes.
2: Whereas here, he's invisible. Yes. He's on the run. Yes. And
0: then later we find out that he also might be going mad. Right.
2: And the thing I love about that is that, like, so we never even get to meet Jack Mm. as, like, a presumably normal-ish guy. Can I guess the,
0: the now I forget the the woman's name. What is his Oh, his I can't remember her name either because she's name. barely a character in she's the movie. She's barely a character, but that's actually one thing that I wouldn't call as a flaw. Right. I, I actually might even be a strength because it suggests that there might have been a level of normalcy. Yes. I mean, she does sort of and this just might be because it's it's dated and you know, we're we're still not where we're at with where we where we should be with women in movies, yeah. but like
2: But there there are actually a lot of good uh, parts Stockholm-y. for women in universal monster movies. Yes, yeah. yeah. But she's like, hardly in this.
0: She's hardly in this. But what I mean is, like, it feels Stockholm. And I don't know if that's intended oh, sure, or yeah. if it's just dated. Like, she's real into this guy, and yeah. he is really like. I mean, in honor of our list, you know, he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Now we find that it's like, a Flora. Flora. Is Flora is okay. Name, yes. So we find that uh, played
2: by Gloria Stewart.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, we find that Jack might actually be being affected by the drugs and yes. not just the. Uh, The fact that he's invisible and and drunk with power right and so i flora is interesting in that it does suggest that like maybe he was pretty functional prior it's because she seems normal she loves him but you know it is dated so but maybe it's i would like to
2: read the book maybe it is a little stock and i do think her presence in the movie is definitely meant to indicate some level of like normalcy Mm. before taking the drug but then the interesting thing is you start learning more about him and and uh Kemp is like you know like every time I walked in here he was like closing doors and trying to hide things from yeah. me. He later tells Kemp that he started doing this research like 5 years ago. Yeah. So like if there was a level of normalcy there was always this there was a power hungry yeah. madman lurking underneath that's true, it, you know? Kemp and I forget the uh, the Flora's father, Flora's name. father, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's fine, we can call him yeah. Papa yeah. Flora. <laughs> um, Papa Flora, great pizza, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, because even those guys, like they're they're more Dr. St- Cranley, Cranley, that's it, yeah. They're they're very uh, they're more stuffy in the sense of uh, they're more like uh, what's the word like clinical, yes. Uh, with their he definitely has the vibe of mad scientists, and yes. I think you're right. As normal as he was, I think he was a little bit of the rogue. Right. He was a little bit of the mad. And scientist. so I think that he's the one that would decide, like, I should try this on myself. Right. Yeah.
2: And that's like kind of the interesting thing about the movie is like because we meet him and he's already going mad, he's already invisible. So we, the only impression we ever get of him is that he's a dickhead. Mm. You know what I mean? When we do meet Flora and we start to go like, oh, okay, so and and then she we seems l- nice. And <laughs> then we learn that there's this drug that is supposedly driving him mad. We're like, oh, okay. So this is like a madness that's overcoming him and overtaking him. But then you learn more about him, and it's like, nah, it seems like maybe this drug just like uh, takes down whatever defenses were keeping. The, oh, like, yeah, yeah. whatever damn was keeping his power-hungry assholery at bay got taken down by the drugs. Or- the drugs didn't make him that way. They just like took away whatever...
0: Or what if the drugs actually didn't do anything but make him invisible? Right. And the only two things we've ever seen get affected by it is a dog acted like a dickhead when his appearance was changed. Right. I mean, that's a dog. It's an animal. This is a guy that, you know, the evidence is like, oh, well, it made the dog mad. Maybe it didn't. Maybe the dog's just been a fucking dog. And maybe this guy's a fucking dog. And now that he's invisible. Because, like... Once again, case in point, Hollow Man. Yeah. Uh, one of the weird things about Hollow Man is they never expressly say that the chemical makes him insane. Okay. He's just immediately drunk with power. I mean, I believe he commits a rape the first night that he's... <laughs> okay. Like, it is... It's pretty quick, but it also, like, you know, Kevin Bacon plays like kind of an asshole. Right, yeah. And then as soon as the consequences are gone, he's unchecked. Yeah. So maybe that that dam that went away yes. isn't even chemical. Right. It's just psychological. Like he was an asshole, and, it and was that's. There. I
2: think the movie wants us to think about that stuff, which I think is I would so love cool. Love to know where the book lands on that. Yeah, I, bet I don't that remember. In there. Yeah, well, because that's that's the other thing Have that you I read the book. Uh, when did I read it? Oh no, you read the. Oh yeah, we talked about this. You yeah, I think the, I. We both read the abridged the, little the, little the uh, illustrated classics version. <laughs> yep.
0: Yes, dollar ninety eight at Walmart.
2: That's right. Baby. Yep. Uh yeah, yeah so I, I mean I read that. it when I was a kid so I, I don't wonder remember because
0: like, I I think those weren't full texts
2: they might not have been I think they were adapted yeah because yeah. I, I read
0: a couple of those yeah. I read around the world in 80 days uh-huh. which I didn't have Schwarzenegger too. in
2: it didn't have Jackie Chan <laughs>
0: um they yeah they were both in that I never yeah, saw that remake. they were yeah. Uh, but yeah so I w- I wonder if the actual H G Wells text has like lands somewhere specifically right. on it's chemical or
2: It's yeah. just drunk. I think the movie wants us to think about that because it' oh, without a doubt. Yeah. What's cool is the movie, like, really digs into the idea of, like what even one invisible man on the planet could mean. Mm. You know what I mean? Like part of his drunk power fantasy is that, like, his invisibility will literally allow him to take over the world. He goes zero to Which 100 is on that. so amazing. So amazingly. crazy. He's like, yes, we will complete the experiment. Yeah.
0: And my experiment, yeah. we will come back. We will find a way to cure it. I will make you invisible. Yeah. And then soon I will be king of all cosmos. Yeah.
2: Like, okay. He literally says the moon will worship me or something yeah. like that. He
0: screams at the moon yeah. that the moon will worship him. Yeah. That's a pretty... Like, but if I was invisible... I would probably develop a pretty hefty theft problem. Well, and that's the thing. But is, I don't think it would go further than that. But, but he immediately goes world domination. What I
2: think is really interesting is the movie really digs into that idea, though, because yeah, the movie the it earns that
0: uh, him thinking that big, you know, because
2: because he they really dig into it. They they get into a sort of Death Note notion of like. I would murder some power people, some powerful yeah. people. I would murder some not-so-powerful people. Very interesting you invoke Death Note. That's yeah. spot on. It's yeah. very, his plan for what he would do is very similar to the Kira plan for how yeah. Kira will make himself a sort of well-known entity that people can fear, right? Mm. And that's kind of what... I will be a god. Yeah, that's what this guy's power fantasy ultimately is, and he thinks just being invisible will allow him to do it. And then the more the movie digs into it, the more you're like, Maybe you could do yeah. that with
0: enough time.
2: Yeah, like and maybe some see-through pants. Right,
0: get this done. Yeah, it's like maybe Ugh. you
2: could scare people enough to do that. Get
0: out to the west coast where it's
2: temperate. All right, you right. could take over because pretty quick. then the movie digs into that too, which is like, how does word about an invisible man even spread? Because it's such a ridiculous idea at face value. Yeah. Why would anyone believe it? How would they come to believe it? How would you? <laughs> Interesting
0: though, the way that people believe it. Yeah, the townsfolk that yes. encounter him, no problem believing it. Right, it's like invisible man. Why <laughs> oh, he's invisible. Yeah, yeah. But all of the cops and science people are like, uh, well, "We think you're all like, drunk." Like, the cops <laughs> are like, "You're all drunk." And yeah. I know because I'm drunk. And yeah. You're crazy to think that <laughs> yeah. there's that there's an invisible man. Yeah. And then the science guys are just like, "All right, well, let's figure out how we did it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. whether this is ethical. Yeah, they, exactly. They're like, they're, they're, the they're so obsessed they're, with the ethics of it. They're the skeptics. Yes, and the townsfolk are just immediately like,
2: yeah. they want an invisible man. They're yeah. they're into it." It's it's very interesting. And, and I so I think what is so interesting about that, that the movie digs so deeply into this idea of like, what is an invisible man and what does it mean to the world? Like how would would the world come to fear it? And if so, like how much power could you wield if you were that invisible man? It ultimately then what it does make me do is think about the more like the other implications of this about like, what does this mean about the man, Jack? Like, was he always this maniac or do these drugs really actually turn him into this man? You know what I mean? Like Mm. it because so the movie never talks about that directly. It talks never gives us an answer. Right. It is
0: forcing us to ask that question. And I think
2: because it, it addresses everything else so directly then that subtext becomes what i ultimately think the movie's about right the mm-hmm. movie is ultimately about the one subtext it's not talking about mm-hmm. you know which is like who yeah, what re- are you what are you capable of who really is jack yeah, yeah yeah like what what of this is, exactly what if this is driven by just who jack actually is mm-hmm. under the hood so to speak i mean know? i think
0: all of us can agree that if we were invisible right. we'd be a, at least a little less good oh yeah it's I would I would immediately, I mean, the, honestly, what's the the worst part is, you know what I would do? I'd probably just sneak into movies all the time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, I know. The it's, main thing. I yeah. go to concerts, I yeah. go to movies. I wouldn't you, be a perv about it. There'd be no way feel that bad you would take advantage of it you in some way. You would use it. That's, yeah. that,
2: that, that's like, at the end of the day, whatever uh, uh, level of that that you would go to, you would take advantage of it in mm-hmm. some way. You know? Oh, I would steal so much. Yeah, yeah. I would just steal.
0: Yeah. It would, And it's, I'm sorry. No, I know, I, just, I, know. Yeah. I feel bad now because I would never steal. I'm not into it. And, and what's weird is I'm morally against it. The consequences right. have nothing to do with it. Yep. But if you eliminate those consequences, you better believe I'm <laughs> a motherfucking Tesla. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> I'll just steal it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. funny.
2: But he... but Because th- uh, they even get into the nitty-gritty of, like, at one point he says, like... Uh, even dirt under my fingernails would give me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they really dig into the idea of like what is an invisible man? How mm. invisible is an invisible man?
0: Watching Hollow Man, and I said this when we were yeah. watching the movie. I remember there's a part where uh, Kevin Bacon's character Hollow Man is asleep, yeah. and they turn on the lights, and he freaks out. Yeah, and then they go, "Oh shit! I forgot your eyelids are Whoa, essentially functionless." But this movie... And I thought that was a new concept. I was yeah. like, how clever. Yeah. Despite the fact that if you want to get technical, without surface area, eyes don't work. But right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I'll allow it. Kevin Bacon's penis literally disappears <laughs> at one point in the movie as they're getting invisible. I need to see this. They do render. His, it's a Paul Verhoeven movie. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. They, they tape a giant wound yeah. shut on Josh Brolin, who's the action hero, with duct tape. He's like eviscerated. <laughs> and they duct tape him so he can action hero. <laughs> But um, now I've totally lost what you're talking Oh, you no, were talking so about I the... I was a yeah. new concept. But then watching Invisible Man now, I see, no, it's not a new concept. Yeah. It's a- They actually kind of thought about a lot of things of of just the logistics of being invisible. Yeah. He has to wear goggles because he can't close his eyes. Right. He needs those goggles there. They, you know, there's just a lot of logistical concerns, which... I thought was new to Hollow Man,
2: but apparently was considered yeah. 86 I, years ago Right, 33. I assume a lot of it must come from the the book. Again, Like I don't remember enough to know. Yeah, I, yeah. I would guess that the book is probably really into those details, too.
0: I'd poke my eyes out without a doubt because I'd go to scratch uh-huh. my face and I'd
2: miss. That's right, he even talks thing. about that, that yeah. he, getting downstairs is hard because he can't yeah. watch his feet make contact it's with like the It's like, you steps. know when
0: you're carrying a piece of luggage or yep. something and you can't see your feet, so you got to like... Click yeah. your heel against yeah. the step, slide yeah. down, and do that. You'd have to do that every single time. Yeah, I'd miss the banister. Yeah, but I guess you'd get a sense after a while. But it I would, think so. It
2: would functionally be like being blind. You'd uh, have to in train yourself. Your I thing. think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really interesting, and I and, and I couldn't do karate or dance <laughs> right, anymore, which right. I do all the time. Well, uh, one of the things you were talking about when we were watching it is how much you like the the pacing of the movie. Like Man. Yeah. This,
0: this movie like it never rips. Right. But it kind of starts at already going. Yes. And then it's a chase movie. Yep. And so it just kinda goes. And we alternate between where do we stand on the chase yep. and what do we know about the science? You yep. know, and it just or you know, in terms of not what do we know about the science, but uh you know, what do the town folk know about uh diminishing his abilities enough yes. to catch him?
2: Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of that, too. There's a lot of, like, okay, what, do we use a net? Do we, like, use a human net? Do we, like, yeah, yeah. Once they realize, oh, he could be in the room with us, they drag a room with a net just to make sure. Amazing. And it's, like, this is the kind of stuff where I'm, like, you could make a good and exciting Invisible Man movie just with those kind of more minimalistic ideas like now. That's so you much know? more
0: interesting than what would have happened if the dark universe Invisible yeah. Man... That would have been a thing where it's like, all right, Invisible Man, we need you to get into the government and steal some government right, secrets. Right. Good thing you're invisible and yeah. you know wusha yeah yeah and then yeah, he yeah does karate his way through yeah uh but yeah i like the idea of having it be more workmanlike yeah and consider the things of he's got to learn how to or they make mention of and this is an amazing application of conceptual science yeah he has to wait an hour after he eats because the food's visible yes yeah now that calls into question so many all other kinds things like oh is his stomach fluids yeah. visible can is you just see poop forming yeah, inside yeah, of him yeah, at all exactly. times and the the fingernail question brought it up because I was like, well, yeah. wouldn't you just see his fingernails? Right. They're yes. Dead yeah. Flesh. Because they're not. Yeah. Right. And we learn at the end that when he dies, the flesh comes back. Yep. But you know, once again, this goes back to the rule of do you do you want that movie? Do you want yes. the one with an yep. invisible man? Right. Running exactly. Around? Yeah. But the fact that they give consideration to the idea of oh, if I have shit in my teeth, if I have stuff in yes. my fingernails, yep. it will show. Yeah. That's pretty clever and pretty. Uh, Forward, uh, uh forwardly active in terms of considering the science of it. That's yeah. really fucking cool. It's really
2: cool. And it makes the movie very interesting and exciting because it does mm-hmm. alternate between like these kind of action-oriented chase scenes and these more talky sort of like digging into the science of what's happening scenes. And Claude Rains talking is the best. It's the best. Like, they will grovel at yes. my feet. He just is like, he plays Madness so well and does like the big theatrical acting. And then is, okay, so this is where I like, uh, so I think Evan Sethoff is who said this. He's a writer. It sounds right. He's a writer for Birth Movies Death. And uh, when Lee wanell was announced as the director of the new Invisible Man movie, he, you know, was tasked with writing up a quick news article about it or whatever. And he starts the article by saying, Invisible Man was always my favorite Universal monster movie because what a funny asshole that guy is. He's such a funny asshole. And that is the perfect description of, like, why this movie works for me, like, as well as well, it does. he's, like,
0: he's enjoying
2: yes. being invisible yes. as much.
0: Because as, he, he makes comments of he's cursed in that i need to actually get back to site because i want to get back to flora i want to get back to my research yes but he wants to do it so that he can be have a name in science and be a person yes so uh, when he becomes invisible the novelty of that is not lost on this personality type right so when he fucks with people he does it gleefully yeah and And that taps into i think the small piece of me that would be a little evil if i were invisible Uh, part of the fun of doing this movie, which I I would half call it a spectacle movie, because yeah. a lot of the scenes are designed to show off the fact that look, this bike is riding itself for sure. This chair is rocking. Oh, yeah. where did the actor go? You know, a, a lot of it leans into into the novelty of it. Of yep. you know, because we can. Yep. You know, we will show
2: it. But uh, I shit, I lost where I was going with that. But um, well, I do. I mean, I think you're right. I I, I do think that there's like a lot of like. You you do spend some of the runtime looking at gags basically. Yes, yeah, yeah. That that are designed specifically because we figured out how to do the special effects. That's the point I was gonna yeah. make.
0: They figured out how to just do the special effects, but this movie validates the use it of justifies those, games. Those, It justifies yes. the use of it and applies them in creative ways. Yeah. So that it's fun to watch. You are learning the conceit of it while you're also being dumbfounded by the craft.
2: Well and they also they did they basically they help develop the character. I think that's why yes, they work. Yeah, yeah. Is they give us a greater understanding of Jack and either who he's becoming or who he always has been and is now being revealed to be by the invisibility, you know?
0: Oh, that's actually... I remember the point that I was going to make. And the key being, by having fun with the special effects, we are also tapping into our imagination of going, what are the fun things I would do if I were invisible? Totally. And so it's essential that he is a funny asshole. Yes. Because for the entertainment value to be at maximum, which it really always is, as for the pacing, he has to be the type of person that has no shame in embracing the fun of being invisible even if it's to murderous, end. yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry. murderous yeah, ends. Yeah, yeah. sorry, <laughs> sorry. Murderous ends. Murderous ends. Yeah.
2: No, that's totally true. I mean, it's like there is a the at all you know what I kept thinking about as we were watching this movie, I was like this is the perfect pilot for a Saturday morning cartoon. Yes. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I would have watched the shit out of this cartoon. It's the Incredible Hulk. Yeah.
0: The the thing with the Incredible Hulk that makes it so hard that it took forever to nail in movie form was you have to walk the line between. I don't want you to be, have to become the Hulk, right? But before this episode ends, we need some Hulk. Yes, you yeah. know, and like same thing with the Invisible Man. Is like, no, I want you to get back to normal. I want this to be solved.
2: But while you're invisible, yes,
0: could you fucking run through some snow? Exactly, that'll look bitching. You know? Exactly, that's yeah. like, I,
2: I love that. And it just it feels like it would be like such a good. Uh, You know, kids' morning cartoon where it's like about this devious character that is uh can turn invisible and that makes him mad, but there's this woman whose love calms him back down into a mm. you know, whatever like yeah, something to that effect or whatever. Week, yeah, yeah, he just yeah. becomes in- and or, then it's just all fun, he invisible gas,
0: but there's something that needs to be done. Yep. So, listen. You're gonna have to become yep. invisible this once. Yep. Trying to go, man. I, I want to watch the Invisible I, Man. It was show. all I could
2: think about when we were watching it tonight. Did you ever see Memoirs of an Invisible Man? No, I'm dying to. That's one of my I Carpenter mean, holes. You don't gotta rush. I know. I watched it a couple years ago just to like fill the
0: yeah. Carpenter hole. And I understand that that movie had a lot of different masters to serve yeah. and I ended up failing all of them. John, uh, uh, John Carpenter's cameo in that is fantastic. Oh yeah. By the way, okay. yeah, he's just a helicopter pilot for yeah. a couple shots. We're yeah. like. Uh-huh. <laughs> That sounds that's all right. It is. Yep. But it's clearly him because he looks like a fucking monster, <laughs> um, which is appropriate. Yeah. And I love that about him. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he literally didn't have to wear any makeup to play all. a cadaver uh, and yeah, body bags. True. <laughs> just, they just slightly made him look more alive, yeah. and like just so he could like. Tap into the John Waters idea that yeah. he was sort of trying to be. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh you. no, I just no, no, it's make all that good. body Bags No, yeah. th- I just saw body bags last week. That so movie good. fucking rips. rock
2: and roll, really good. Mark so Hamill great. is so good in his so segment. fun.
0: Every segment's perfect. Yeah, love uh, it. <laughs> it's so g- it's one of the one of the best anthology movies. Out, yeah, without, up up in the top tier. Jenny Carps, but. uh... <laughs> Johnny Carps. <laughs> Call him Big Daddy Carps uh, in this it. house. Big Daddy Carps. JC. That's Jesus right. Carps. Goddamn <laughs> right. I love it. Um, no, uh, Memoirs of an Invisible Man sucks. <laughs> it's like legitimately a bad movie. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That doesn't really do much with the invisibility stuff. Yeah. But, and I forget where I was going with this initially, but I will say this. One of the things about it is yes. that it's Chevy Chase. Yep. And we know he's a fucking
2: funny asshole that yep. you love to hate. Yep both on screen and in real life. Oh, man, you just I mean, listen, I didn't put it on my list, but I'll say it now before we even get to list. Fletch is a great funny asshole that we love to hate. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh,
0: it's been a while since I've seen Fletch love and I I know you love Fletch. love Fletch. Like, we should Fletch. do an episode on him. I would love to Last do an episode on Fletch. Last time it was like
2: between
0: when it would just play One Crazy Summer 10 times <laughs> on Comedy Central, then Fletch would come yep. on and then they play One Crazy Summer for the rest of the which I love it. Great movie. But, Fletch. Funny uh, asshole we love to hate. Funny asshole we love to hate. But yeah, that's
2: Chevy's character, top to bottom, basically. Funny asshole we love to hate. He's the perfect invisible yeah. man. Yeah. If uh, if, if it weren't for the fact that he also played Clark Griswold, that is how we'd know Chevy yeah. Chase. Funny asshole we love to hate. Funny
0: asshole. Well, he'd be funny asshole we love to hate, who also falls down a lot. That yeah, was that's great. true. That's oh, true. Yeah. falling yeah. down. Man, Clark Griswold is like. Yeah. We used to in my family. It was my mom, my dad, my sister and me in a station wagon and we would frequently have to drive my grandmother everywhere Uh so like we were the Griswolds Griswolds, (laughs) growing up Uh, and and so many times I would make the joke that if Nana dies we'd put her on the roof (laughs) and then I would get absconded for saying such (laughs) things Uh but I was referencing the movie Uh but how rusty of me to do so So (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) that's so rusty then there was the time that my dad broke into Six Flags because it was closed and John Candy (laughs) had to Uh it's the whole thing
2: Crazy life I lived. Uh, uh, Wally World, right? That's what it's Wally World, Yeah, Wally World. John Um, Candy was the best. Yeah, I know. I miss John Candy. Uh, What other Invisible Man thoughts we have? Oh, Oh, I did want to talk about uh, James Will's filmmaking because we spent a lot of time talking about that in Bride. And it is like this dude is just so he does the thing again in this where he shoots through things. Yes, there's that great sequence where Kemp Well and, Kemp lives in a world of chairs. Yes,
0: Kemp pointed this out. Entire Kemp's house is more full chairs of chairs. Than he's got walls. Yeah, it's insane how many chairs he has. And as far as I can tell, he lives alone. Yeah, I think and, so. Uh, but And when he was even on the phone with, uh, what was it, Cranley? Yeah, yeah. Cranley had twice as many shows uh-huh. in his house.
2: But it, it makes sense when you're thinking about, like, what James Wales likes to do with his camera is, like, fill the frame with stuff. Yes. And he loves to find these interesting angles where he sort of, he seems to really like to, I was noticing this this time, position people and objects in various sort of, like, um, um, uh, I don't know how to explain this without doing a visual thing, but, like, uh, um, Perspectives so that, like, certain things are bigger than other things, right? So, basically, to show power through different, like, there's a lot of low angle shots of the invisible man in this to give you the sense that he is a monster. He's like so big, you know?
0: There's a great low angle shot that looks upwards at Kemp, and in the background, he has. A mirror that can pivot that's mm-hmm. on the wall and it's pivoted forwards. Yep. And in its reflection, you can see a picture frame that's in the foreground. Yeah, okay. The picture frames twice, but because of the mirror, it adds space to this room and adds to the idea of you have to look over your shoulder because you don't know if he's here. Yeah. It's such smart filmmaking. It's so good. As for the perspective with the chairs and yeah. stuff, there's so many playful shots where it'll frame Flora amongst flowers. Yes. And then it'll cut to Kemp, who received bad news and pull back. It was a, a shot of him on the phone. Yep. Pulls back from him on the phone and he's framed in just like a flowerless fern yes and so it just i don't know if it's what it's explicitly suggesting but when flora's on on screen it's this respite from all of the science and all the stuff just a beautiful woman that wants to get her husband or i don't know what their relationship yeah her neither, actually back. yeah yeah and then it cuts to kemp whose life is fucked at this moment yes. and he's surrounded by a plant that comparatively looks dead yeah yeah and yeah. It, It's like such on the precipice of being gaudy, but instead ends up looking sharp and calculated. No, it's great. Every frame. There's really no dead space. Agreed. And so many times a filmmaker will, uh, if they don't understand how to use dead space, will then overpopulate the camera. True. And it becomes turgid and, and too busy. Yeah, And this is like... Right at that limit where another brushstroke would kill it, but where it is, it's masterful. It, I was thinking fantastic.
2: about that watching this. That something about James Whale's frames, like every single object in the frame jumps out at me at once. Yeah, and, and I don't. But mean, it works in harmony. Like, I don't mean that in an overwhelming cohesive. way because yeah. what I'm thinking of is what you mean, which is like maybe like a David Fincher movie, which is intentional in his movies where like the frames, like the 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 locations are so lush with detail. That you almost can't take any of it in yeah, yeah. you know it's like it, it, there's like so it much push of it. you out either like no it
0: actually is good environment building and yeah. then suddenly he'll switch to an angle where you realize like oh that design actually has a yep. function to suit this dutch angle yeah adds a symmetry here you know it's, it's
2: really interesting it's you've got to watch handmade i really want to i think that's what it was called you're, you're right it's called the handmaiden yeah pa- i
0: think it's park chan wook made the park chan wook you're park correct yep. made the handmaiden and that's one where down to the texture of the wallpaper yep. It's just delicious. Yeah, and every, I'm dying you to know who see loves that. that movie. Emily Martin, of course she because does. of Design. all the fabric textures yep. and all that fun stuff. I was actually hanging out with her recently. Oh, how's she doing? And uh, oh, she's great. Yeah, uh, she came to when I introduced the Maltese Falcon. Oh, cool. Which uh, secrets out? It was a lie. I'd never seen that movie before, and <laughs> I introduced it all the same. One of her favorites, but it was her who i was talking with when i had my official jason siegel philadelphia oh, <laughs> yeah he walked by us we didn't stop
2: him yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't yeah, yeah i didn't stop him when he walked by me either oh yeah, yeah. he was on a date I don't yeah know yeah. Do yeah. Shit. yeah apparently he's very nice he seems very nice uh, one of my buddies works at yards
0: and apparently he goes there a lot oh, okay he said that he uh he will talk to anybody about anything for forever long but he politely declines pictures
2: oh that's nice that's fair. cool yeah that's fair
0: um, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Emily was... Uh, but yeah, the textures of The Handmaiden are yeah. similar to this where you're watching this movie and you're realizing how enveloped into this world you are even though you're not actually watching the characters right. so often because you're just looking at the design of it. Yeah. But somehow that enriches the experience as opposed to putting that barrier of of artifice. It's, yeah. it's unreal. And few directors can pull it off. And Whale seems to be just an ace at it. She's really good at it. I think... It comes from this being the early transition from stage to screen. Yeah. You know, we still do. There was that great shot that you pointed out was identical to uh, uh, Frankie Boys walking through the uh, the graveyard, through the cemetery. And it's this long tracking shot that requires just the actor to interact with the set while the camera just keeps pace. But as it goes, the environment changes so much as we watch it just because of the once again pre-production just because the value of the set and how it's integrated into the camera yeah i think this shot's even better because it transitions between two rooms it does yeah so it actually has to transverse a wall yeah which when you get that cross section sometimes leads to artifice because you think stage yeah doesn't happen here no despite getting that cross section of the set pieces i don't know why that is
2: you know what I, i i think in this case it's because he does this thing where it the, and the,
0: to, to be clear it goes from one room to yes. another and continues the action the
2: the the um the what did you call it we refer to it as a cross piece that cross piece oh yeah, it's a cross section yeah. appears to almost be like an archway that might be natural to the set itself yeah right? almost like we're passing through it's a doorway exactly but like but, but we might not. but we, I don't think it is exactly I think he's sort of craftily he because he doesn't he also doesn't a lot of times when we see shots like this, They do that thing where they literally the camera pans directly by the cross, like perpendicular to the cross section. Yeah, yeah. he does like a forty-five degree angle past the cross section. So it like sweeps through it as as if it's like exactly as if it's like an artifice on the wall or something. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, yeah.
0: But I think, too, it comes down to, and this is my big complaint with, like, action movies, which, by the way, for what it's worth, even though I didn't get to see it in an ideal projection, yeah. the action blocking in Gemini Man yeah. is pretty exceptional. I'm
2: excited to see that.
0: It's, it's whatever. Yeah. I, it, uh, check your Regal card. They've been loading free tickets on it. Ooh. Um, I would like to see it in high frame rate, uh, even though the movie itself is whatever. Yeah, but, just to um, see the experiment of it. Yeah, just yeah. S- and so, But the reason why the action works in that and why the action works in a Jackie Chan movie or why it works in something like a John Wick as opposed to all of the hyper-cutting of like Taken sequels and yeah. stuff is because the director actually knows where your eye left off in right. the last shot before it moves. And I think the key to this room transition is Uh, Is that and the same thing the key to the cemetery thing with Frank yeah is that he knew our eyes were on Frank yeah so anything that might be wonky in the architecture we will miss because we're watching him and that just happens in the periphery with this one it's people passing between two rooms and whale is a smart enough filmmaker to know exactly where we're looking that I wonder if we were to pause it and go frame by frame it's probably a bit gaudier and a mm, bit chunkier mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. we're giving it credit for. Yeah. But watching it in action, that doesn't matter. Yeah, you're probably right. Because following the action is where our eye goes naturally, and then it's able to
2: sneak any of that chunkiness past it. Yeah. I mean, that is just... It's awesome. That's masterful. He's so good. I, so good. I, yeah. I, like, uh, man, I, I'm definitely going to, like, start... Just look, trying to find more James Wales movies that are like available to buy because I, I just I want to see more of them. I think I've seen all the horror ones he made at this point. I might be missing one or two, but um, he he made a few other interesting things that I uh, I'm looking forward to kind of like trying to check out because I just between this and Bride like and, Showboat, yeah, yeah, Showboat, or
0: They Dare Not Love, yes,
2: or Green
0: Hell. Ooh, Ooh Green Hell sounds cool. Yeah, it's about a guy who drives a black musician through the South. <laughs> and Oh, that's a different one. That's Green Book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Sinners in Paradise.
2: Yes. Yeah, I would like to know more because I really only know his monster stuff. Yeah. And uh, he's just such a good filmmaker. Like, I really want to watch more stuff.
0: It's so cool to watch that era of transitioning stage to film. Yeah. Um everybody talks about how Citizen Kane is like kind of the first to consider the idea that it is a uh, that that you know the camera can be an active thing mm. in the scene. Um in Yeah, that it's we're not merely not just observing people performing yeah. on stage. You can actually integrate the camera and all that. And Citizen Kane is known for doing so many upward angles that there's a ceiling on the set. Mm. And in theater, there's never been a need to build a ceiling ever, ever, ever because the audience is static watching it. Right. But in film, it's like, why are we limiting ourselves yeah. to the theater? We can film that thing. But here's the thing. Citizen Kane came out in 1941. Right. <laughs> 1933, I believe, was The Invisible yeah. Man. Yeah, Uh Frankenstein was... Uh, oh, that's funny. When you type in Citizen, Citizen Kane comes first. Law-abiding Citizen comes second. <laughs> um, yeah, Invisible Man's 1933. Uh, Frankenstein is thirty-one. Bride of Frankenstein is thirty-five. So even though, uh, I mean, granted, uh, Orson Welles is a more marketable personality on its surface sure. uh, as opposed to James Whale, who I couldn't tell you what he looks like. And yeah, as I understand either, yeah. it, lived an alternative lifestyle right. and was naturally reclusive as a result. I wouldn't say reclusive, but at least in terms of not public. Yeah. Um, Orson Welles gets credit for doing that, and whereas he should get credit for doing it well and for really. He did change film with his body of work, but to think about what he was doing as brand new is uh, to do a slight disservice to a filmmaker like Whale who was evolving beyond the stage with film uh, pretty early on into the time that that was a concept being considered.
2: Yeah. I think. Oh, okay, good. Whew. Oh, did we w- fuck up the? No, no. I was like, I was like, all of a sudden I can't hear you out of one of my earphones, and it was just because you I'm were still- standing on the cord.
0: Okay, so I'm still showing up in the. Thing. Yeah, we're fine. We're okay. good. Cool, cool, cool. We're all set. I'm still here. Because that was a wonderful piece of art that I just put out there, and I would hate for it to be
2: gone. No, it's perfect. Okay, yes. fair.
0: I was like, "Am I losing you?" And no, Garrett's just dealing with tech shit. Yeah, that's because a, nope, I nope, don't understand tech nope. shit, and I am blessed. I was to do, have you as the other. Half I was doing of this my production. best to let
2: you at least the audience get your point deep, while deep, I while yeah. I figured out that we were okay. Yes, I don't
0: have any other notes for invisible. Me neither. It's. I do think that. Um, Earlier this week, uh, I I put out a piece uh, on Cinema 76 for our countdown of horror about Us. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that I love about Us is that doppelgangers are immediately concerning. Yes. And so that's why it's used in movies so much. Yeah. Stuff like Enemy. Yeah. And even in stupid things like The Parent Trap. Yes. The idea of seeing a copy of yourself means one of three things. I'm hallucinating. Mm -hmm. I'm a twin that I didn't know about some kind of fucked up science is happening <laughs> behind my back. And there's there's a general uh just box of themes that we do with doppelganger stuff that us transcended in a way but while still leaning on the idea of how immediately unsettling the idea of seeing your face in front of your face is. Yes. Um you know and and we've really run the gamut of what you can do with doppelgangers until Jordan Peele took it further in unexpected ways. Mm-hmm. Invisible men have the exact same kind of thing. The thematic material being explored with being invisible is universal huh? across uh-huh. all invisible person media yeah. of, you know, what are we capable of without consequences. And I just think that's super interesting. And I just wonder if there is an invisible person story in the future that will do what us did and find something that I'm not thinking about now to speak to. With the immediately unsettling horror concept of I can't be seen.
2: I was wondering that when we were watching it, like, I was thinking about, like, if you were to try and make an Invisible Man movie now, like, for one thing, uh, y- you know. I would hope that you could make an invisible man movie now where he is invisible when the movie starts where we yeah, don't yeah. need to know anything about the character beforehand, right? I actually it would be interesting to start even deeper into the story like what if it's an invisible man story that's actually about like the guy that is becomes his assistant, not you know the Kemp character? Oh, what if it's yeah, like yeah. from Kemp's perspective where it's like we start in the middle of the story where he's already on being kind of Almost like held captive by this like insane yeah, yeah, yeah. scientist that he worked with. Would you take it as found footage? Oh yeah, I want so you interested to document that. my experiment. Yeah. I've surprisingly yeah. become invisible. Yeah, I would love that because I think because I think if you did that, where you start, you're halfway through this movie. Even you could actually start going to the the sort of what's the way to phrase this? These sort of larger logical conclusions that. Uh, Jack is trying to make in the movie where he's like I'm going to take over the world I'm going to do it by killing some powerful people yeah, killing yeah. some not so powerful you could actually have that be act two of the movie yeah, like yeah. you'd have him start trying to go down that path yeah, yeah, yeah. and see what that path actually looks like with an invisible person and again like what in 2019 because I was thinking about that too I was like I, I don't know but I guess I can kind of imagine in the 1930s that yeah maybe something like an invisible man if you could get people to believe it would be like a widespread panic situation oh yeah Is it in 2019? And if it is, how? Like, what do we have to do to make this a believable, widespread panic story in what's 2019? Weird is we're
0: kind of already there. Uh, a couple years back, I think it was the year of Nightcrawler. Yeah. When we talked about in our end of year episode that the big theme was surveillance. Yes. And that is an Invisible Man. Yeah. That's half of what's going on yes. here. Half of the horror of the Invisible Man is he might be watching us. There's no way for us to know. It's a great idea. We actually cannot be private to one another. Yeah. Um, surveillance leaves out the idea of there could be someone in here who could actively harm us. Mm-hmm um you know we're not saying no i love that, that though way. you could
2: do an invisible man movie that's about the surveillance state yeah, yeah you absolutely could um i was thinking too you could probably even do one that is about like um if you really wanted to like force it into like current the current world and like you know sort of the i guess like mm, political pressures that we're feeling right now and yeah. stuff. You could try and tell a story. I'm ab- unfamiliar with these political pressures. <laughs> what are you referring to? Well, you could try and tell a story about somebody maybe that um, does not have much power in their life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then m- maybe they're oh, not the scientist that that's develops a tough this. Way,
0: yeah, the whole idea of the scientist is that they have a hubris. Yes. And then their hubris is validated. Yes. And now they don't have to face any consequences for the downfall of their hubris because right. they're invisible. That's a difficult thing though to to characterize, and I think it's worth doing. Where it's, uh, and I hate to to beat a dead horse, like one of the things I thought was difficult about the Joker, which I think ultimately I liked, but I yeah. think it was difficult for a lot of people, is that it did simultaneously ask for empathy and condemnation, yes, which is tough. Yeah, yeah. Whether it earned that or not is up to the taste of the individual yeah. viewer. Um, but I think that's difficult. I it think it is. would be equally difficult to come up with an invisible man that is a pitiable character at first. Yes, Someone who gains power and then is drunk off of it yes. without having that preset hubris. Yeah. The cool. right way to do that would be to comment on the society that pushes their hubris. Yep. But it would be very tough to not look like you're almost victim blaming in a way. I mean, that's interesting. I'm, I want that movie.
2: I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm realizing I'm pushing it very close to like Death Note territory by saying this next thing. But that is kind of like where, where my head is. Where it's like, what if it is a character that we, we all agree is like, oh, th- like this is a person that, um they exist in a society that that uh uh is not live in. is not kind to them you know yeah. like what what if the, what what if it's a person of color what if it is um a person from the lg I've never DT- seen an invisible DT- woman right? yeah invisible Woman. Would, right? uh, that yeah. that's a movie so somebody that that we we would all kind of agree is like coming from a place of no power yeah, you yeah. know um or less power and then gets given this power and even if it's not a drunk off power thing even if it is a I could do the right... Th- like I could use- Now that I have power, I didn't before, yeah, yeah. and now I do, I could use it to change the world and have it still lead to poor consequence. Yeah, you know what I mean? Have it still be like... Yeah, power, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like that. very interesting. That's interesting. That's yeah. a tough right. Yes.
0: That's a tough right because that's a very difficult thing to land.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, especially because you... Taste-wise. The and theater, you also still way. have to conquer the problems of how do we make an invisible man in 2019 mm. a very threatening situation? You know, like, how, mm-hmm. how do we make this seem as, and, I, and again, I think you do it with the Death Note style of, like, they they probably have to start fucking, like, killing some fucking celebrities yeah, yeah. or something,
0: you know? Like, I'll tell you what, I want an invisible woman. Yeah. I think we've run the gamut I, of what an invisible man can do. I like. think I heard rumors that awesome. that
2: might be what we're getting.
0: That's, that's super interesting yeah. to me. An invisible woman, because the thing is, like, with the invisible man even like hollow man first thing he does is get his rocks off yeah, yeah, that immediately yep. changes the invisible even in woman. this
2: movie the first thing he says is I'll rape he's he includes rape in yeah, one of the things true. that he wants to do he wants to, he wants everyone yeah. to grovel
0: yep. um and that would just be inherently different with a woman i don't yep. know how i would have to write it out um, but you know it's it's definitely there's something different and interesting about yeah. that and actually i think to do it with like a black person would be super interesting yeah. because The idea of, uh, you know, a lot of people that are marginalized can still pass.
2: That's the word Um, I was looking for that whole time I was fumbling around. Oh, Marginalized marginalized. people. The
0: idea that a marginalized person could, like, uh, that's what was so brilliant about Black Klansman. Is that the lead character makes friends with his Jewish buddy who is equally marginalized, but can hide that because he's white. Whereas the black guy can't, you wear it. Right. Passing versus not. There's an interesting theme to be explored with being an invisible black person. Yep. Or, you know, just add, really. That's just true, actually, yeah. Color. There's something really interesting about that.
2: Um, well, and, and actually, now that you're saying that, it's like you would probably actually add a lot of layers to that, right? Like yeah. the idea of, in some regard, being already invisible yep. and then having that be made manifest, yep. you know? And Um, you
0: can even play with this the idea of somebody who is invisible losing their invisibility. Yeah. And therefore having to reconcile the idea that, like, I'm losing the power I gained from being invisible. Yeah. But by becoming visible, I'm losing the power I had by being not of color. That kind of thing. Yeah. You could do that. Someone going, I don't know where I want to be. And the reaction to that imagine if Invisible Man was terrorizing the world, and then the Invisible Man. Turned back to normal, and it was any number of person who doesn't fit the demographic of white guy, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like it would de- the reaction of the people seeing that is something interesting to yeah. explore. Yeah, if it was a black guy, that would be very interesting to people. Yeah, uh, you know, you'd get your assholes being like the fucking figures like there's yeah. just, like, or you get people being like, oh, I you know, there's just, yeah. I don't know, there's just a lot of the townsfolk reaction that could react to getting an identity that isn't oh just mad scientists. yeah yeah
2: yeah you know? that's very interesting yeah i mean that probably that is what you would do remember. in 2019 right is play yeah. with the identity politics of of mm. the invisible man interesting which, stuff though. and that i mean that i've heard rumors that that may actually be what one ls movie is is Dude, I'm moving towards yeah i'm definitely into that yeah. that's a great idea yeah I, yeah i like at one point there was rumors that it was an invisible woman movie and then the other rumor i heard was that it's still an invisible man movie but it's from the perspective of flora it's from the perspective of this woman that, like, sh- like her boyfriend is just becomes a fucking psychopath. And, like, you know, like, and so it's still getting to deal with these sort of, like, gender politics of 2019 and the toxicity of between, you know, yeah. uh, men and women
0: and stuff. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. I would watch the shit out yeah. of that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So very yeah, interested to
2: see what that turns out to be. Invisible Man's legit. Yeah.
0: H.G. Wells did what? War of the Worlds? War of the
2: Worlds. Invisible Man. Uh, Time Machine, I think, is his as well. Yep, he did Time Machine. Yep. Yeah. Nice. issue Wells is cool as hell.
0: Yeah, he's legit. Yeah. Definitely. Legit. Oh, we talked about him last week uh, in terms of the Tiny Town. That's right. And that the first, uh, the proof of concept for the time machine was the Tiny Town Time Machine. That's right. <laughs> yep. Tiny Town Time Machine. Tiny Town Time Machine. Yeah. Tiny Town's an Arrested Development reference. Oh, it is. That's right. right. I was trying to remember what it was. Oh, Dad, we're not going to destroy Tiny Town. <laughs> yeah. So good. And then George Michael accidentally destroys Tiny Town with his jetpack. pack. It's yep. a Godzilla thing. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal. So
2: good. I love that show. I never I guess did... We're are
0: we done talking about... Invisible Man? Invisible Man? Yeah. Can we move on to talking about the fact that you're wearing Hellraiser pants right yeah, now? Yeah, we can if you want. <laughs> we got to talk about this. Dude, This is the second time I've seen you in a week, and both times you've had Hellraiser sweatpants. Hell yeah, brother. That not only have the uh, Pandora's box on the side, yep. they have pinheads, the uh, face knee. on your knee, a whole bunch of text on the thigh, yep. and also the uh, Champion logo yep. is still knitted into them. I fucking yep. love it. It's <laughs> amazing.
2: Yeah, it's this company, Rucking Fountain. That I really like. They got some good shit. They got great stuff. They Mm -hmm. did. By the way, I missed out on being able to get a a hoodie that is also a Hellraiser. Like, I could have got a whole champion sweatsuit that is just Hellraiser (laughs) themed. And I almost did it just for the joke of being able to wear that. You
0: need to do that, and then you need to go to the gym. Yeah. And you need to work out
2: irresponsibly. Just so
0: (laughs) people are like, the Hellraiser guy goes hard.
2: (laughs) Well, that's, uh, so I wore these pants to, uh, we went to, you brought it up earlier, Masters of Horror Marathon, which was an Exhumed show, which was awesome. I love you, Exhumed. Yeah, Hellraiser was the closing movie. Uh they also played The Thing, they played The Brood, they played It's, it's alive, alive, uh, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre Honestly, they
0: and I love all those movies, Me too. but they
2: blew their load up front. Yep.
0: Texas Chainsaw is just like that is Amazing. The movie to see. It was incredible. And it's just fuck yeah, like, All fuck, in thirty-five fuck.
2: millimeter. It was amazing. But so I wore these Hellraiser pants. I wore a the thing shirt. Tori wore for those, a brood shirt. Those share, those yeah. chairs. Well, and so those that was sweatpants. the thing. I wore these mostly because I was like, oh, these will be comfortable for a movie marathon. Like, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. But then I was on the subway going to the movie marathon in Hellraiser sweatpants, <laughs> and I swear to God, there was a dude just sitting on the subway that did not take his eyes off of Pinhead the entire time we were on the subway. <laughs> he was just staring directly at my kneecap with this, like, weird little scowl where I was like, I think that man might believe in God. Like yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he is very upset like, right now. I don't now. think he's seen Hellraiser. Yeah, 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 But I think he knows what Hellraiser is. Yes, yeah, yeah, is. he's
0: very upset right now. I'll tell you what man, rewatching Hellraiser, it's been a long time since since yeah. I've seen that movie. I really like that, that movie. That movie's really good. It's a cool flick. Yeah, it's really good. I'm going to
2: watch Hellbound maybe even tomorrow. I, yeah, I've not seen any so of the sequels and I want to.
0: I've only seen the first three and I don't remember three. I would like to watch two again. I mean, Hellbound
2: to hear lots of good things about. Yeah. Oh, Hellbound's better than the first one. Yeah. It like really goes. That's cool.
0: It's of. It just is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I remember three being like. eh. Sure, yeah. But then Scott Derrickson does I one apparently, of it cool, and I don't. Know, is it? I don't even know if it's
2: supposed to be good necessarily. I have no idea. Yeah, I
0: don't know. it's one that like the horror community has
2: started to kind of rallied from. around a little bit. Yeah, like okay. kind of came back cool. and like,
0: yo, you know Scott Derrickson made right. one of those. It's actually yeah. pretty legit. Yeah, okay, um, cool.
2: I'd watch all of them. I don't give a shit.
0: When I was like, you know me,
2: I just like I get into the idea of those like dumb franchises. Yeah, they're so much fun. Yeah. You, just, you
0: just go with it. When I was, I believe, nineteen years old, I was at a horror convention and I met Doug Bradley, the guy who plays, he plays Pinhead, Pinhead. Right, yeah. And he was so, so, so nice uh-huh. because he's just a Shakespearean actor, yeah. Who was really and just took some stupid role yeah. where they put makeup on him and did that, and yeah. that became the thing yeah. that was his thing. It's so crazy. And he could not have been more shocked, yeah, surprised, or pleased with it. Yeah. And to hear him say, and I was very young, he was so happy to take pictures with people, was just like, you don't know what's going to take. Yeah. How cool is this? That yeah. like, I stumbled across this giant, amazing world. So cool! Because just this dumb thing I signed up for turned out to be like real special. to Do
2: people. you know is he also Pinhead's voice? Like that? Do you know if that's his voice for? I for Pinhead? don't
0: know. I mean, he just sounded like you know, I have he Yeah, because like c- then it
2: might be because like I mean, it it I like think it
0: probably is. I mean, they, I'm sure they sweeten it, but
2: part of what's so good about Pinhead is the your suffering will be legendary. Yeah. Oh, the the yeah. delivery of that stuff is like so, so good. good. Yeah.
0: I would be willing to bet that that's him because. You don't hire a Shakespearean actor. That's what I'm of thinking. Yeah, yeah, you hire them because yeah. of you know that kind of a yeah. thing. That was uh, that was the year, and I remember Robert England had a very similar sentiment. And I didn't get to meet him. I just went to one of his Q and As, and he said something so great. He was like just so warm and nice to everybody. He said, yeah. "You know, he he's like I got into this just to be an actor. I did not know that I would be Freddy Krueger." He's like, "But everybody gets into this job for a chance to get on the ride." Yeah it doesn't matter what that ride is i'm so lucky to have gotten on the ride that's cool i'm on the ride why yeah. would i ever get off you guys rule like, yeah this is yeah so cool like, yeah Fuck it i'm freddie <laughs> yeah yeah. that's and cool doug bradley sort of had the similar idea yeah. of just like hey man you know i took a job and if it defines me <laughs> yeah i'm pinhead bro yeah <laughs> it's so fucking
2: cool that's awesome well you want to like connor
0: hanson that year he was so
2: nice oh that is nice sid Haig, r.i.p You want to do our funny assholes list? Yeah, let's do our list. So, this was what's the terminology
0: again? Funny assholes. Funny assholes
2: that you love to hate, which mostly brought me down the path of like villains and anti heroes, I realized was a lot of like where I ended up with this. Now, I mean, there's some obvious ones. I hope I'm not going to like knock any off your list by doing this, but like. Quite Han Solo is like a I left Han right, Solo. Like, yeah, off. exactly. Like, but he's a perfect example, I yes, think, of yeah. like what we mean. He's a know? scamp. Yeah, yeah. Here's
0: the thing, though. I went for people that were a little bit more like he's a scamp, but he's good. I went yeah. for people who like actually might suck. <laughs> I kind of tried to do the same. Yeah, thing. Yeah, a little. bit. But he is a good example. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Jenna's in Disney World right now, and she texted me. She's <laughs> like, "What's your favorite? Like, who's your favorite Star Wars?" Yeah, guess she's looking for a, a, some sort of a souvenir. Yeah, I was like. Get, it's Han Solo. Yeah, get the yeah, fuck yeah, out yeah, of yeah. here! Who what are you talking who, about? You get yeah, out of here. Yeah. Han Solo. Of course. And then she was like, Well, what's your favorite Star Wars creature? And I was like, Well, it's either Salacious Crumb or an Ewok. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so get into it. <laughs> Salacious Crumb. Well, that's, a, that's one of those, I think Scott Weinberg pointed it out on Twitter. Salacious Crumb is the only creature whose name is just an actual set of words. Yes, yeah. Like everyone else is like, Oh, Max Rebo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Salacious Crumb. That yeah. means something. I know. That actually has a definition. That's a I know. Right, um, Doing a starting yeah,
2: I, I, I could I actually have like so many here, so I'm gonna try and like pick out a few to just like discuss up top, and then we'll okay. just. I out. only
0: have three honorable mentions. Okay.
2: So, I guess, so, I, I, a funny way to say this is anyone named Hans or Han, but yep. really I'm saying that because of Hans Landa, which I think is, like, one of the oh, best funny assholes yeah. that you love to hate. That's a bingo. Yeah, I, he is legitimately a funny character He's that is so, funny. so fucking despicable.
0: And it's weird that he even gets to the point of being funny, yes. that the first, like, 20 minutes of him on screen He's is horrifying. just being, like, disgusting. Yeah, And that's, like... Yeah, to the fact that we can get to funny later, I think, speaks to the writing and the performing of it. Yeah,
2: but uh, you know the the reason I said any character named Han or Hans is because obviously Han Solo and Hans Gruber all fit into oh, this mold. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Hans
0: Gruber is definitely a funny asshole. Yeah. Although I think the funny asshole uh, in Die Hard is not Hans Gruber; it's uh, Hans Booby. Oh what yeah, is his name.
2: Uh, uh, you gotta get out of there. I know what is that character's name. Uh God, I can't think of it. Why can't I think of it? Uh, Ellis. 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 Ellis, yeah. you don't know what he's capable yeah, of. Yeah, Oh, it's so good. You don't you know these Die people, Ellis. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch Die Hard every night. Let's <laughs> quit this and watch yeah. Die Hard. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. So, yeah, Hans Landa.
0: All right, this one I'll just do real quick because it's a movie you haven't seen because it's a movie that I just watched last night. <laughs> okay. But I am enamored with the character of Earl Wyatt Okay.
2: from The Death of Dick Long. Okay.
0: The Death of Dick Long is a phenomenal new movie of... From one half of the directing of the Daniels, one of the Daniels, um, yep. it's like Dan- was it right? I don't know Shiner, I think it is Daniel okay. Shiner. Whatever, it's a phenomenal movie, really crazy. But Earl is a Nickelback loving Alabama hillbilly type who is constantly vaping and who, admirably, is one hundred percent confident and proud of who he is. Uh-huh. Um, I can't really get into, into yeah. details, but he, I, I found myself. This movie is an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. It took me two and a half hours to watch Yeah, because so many times I paused it and ran it back because of the delivery of what Wyatt said was just killing me. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny, but he sucks. Yeah. He's dumb as a bag of rocks. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He yeah. doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself. Yeah. And, uh, like, the whole time I'm just going, like, you don't know this guy because <laughs> it's, bad, it's bad for your health to know this guy. <laughs> but he's great, man. Yeah. I love Earl Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah zeke is wrong to get involved with oh never mind you know i don't want to say too much fair, fair, but fair. uh yeah earl wyatt from the death of dick long which i can't just speak the praises of enough shit is cool. real i
2: can't wait to see it i'm excited uh i i don't know if this one's gonna be on your list or not because uh, truly i feel like this character might be the king of this shit mountain tommy devito from goodfellas
0: I thought of him, and I left him off because yeah. I decided to go with more obscure shit. Okay, yeah. But Tom DeVito is the Elvis of this. Yeah, right? He's, he's, he's he guy. is yeah. the guy. He's the you, he is what, the uh, what funny, funny asshole.
2: Yeah. How, funny
0: how? Funny, funny, like how. funny like a clown? Funny like a clown? Funny like a ha-ha funny? Yeah. mean? He's,
2: he's the funny asshole. He's so good at that. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's, oh, man. Yeah. I, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Just, you you love to hate him? can't wait for the Irishman. Oh, dude. You know why gonna I bought a gala ticket to so that? Why? Joe Pesci Joe Pesci you know? 100% like, Dude did, I know The last movie he was in Was The Good Shepherd Which I didn't see Fuck uh, Robert
2: De Niro One of the greatest actors Of all time uh, Fuck Al Pacino One of the greatest actors Of all who's time Who's having a great year Fuck them being in a movie together Which I've only really done Once before Twice, twice before But one of them Kind of doesn't count And I don't mean The one that's short I mean the one that's An entire movie And it's just not good No it's about Righteous Kill and Heat
0: yeah yeah, yeah 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 no, I know. Well, Godfather yeah, yeah. What are you referring to?
2: My, oh, right! Fuck, Godfather Two. Damn it.
0: Well, that I was, was the, that was the the reason why Heat was so notable is that they were know, both in Godfather Two. Everyone I was, wanted them to act together. Right, but they just, I know, but but that means there's periods. three, right? Yeah. So
2: I was I was forgetting that one when I was saying there were only two. Wait, what was the short one you were talking about? Heat. I was saying it was short that they're in it <laughs> oh. together. I was like, he does not. No, sure. no, no! Short that they're like he's in it a long together. Movie. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's true. They have that one scene yep. together. And yep. That's that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, man, that's so good. So good. Yeah. She's got <laughs> huge ass. That's not the same thing that's it.
2: Uh But yeah, he just. I mean, I felt. I was like, yeah. I mean, I have to put this character on this list because he's Tommy's legit. He's the definition of this. Yeah, he's
0: so good, and he's the same kind of thing. He's the asshole you love to hate. In that, I love hanging out with Tommy. But yeah. I would never do it in real life because I don't know what's going to make him do the thing that hurts me. Right, exactly. And same thing with Jack Griffin. Like, I love that you're doing science. I love that you're invisible, <laughs> bro. But, like, the second I say the thing that sets you off and then you suddenly decide I have to grovel, yeah. shit's fucked.
2: Uh, I love the idea of confronting one of these characters like that. I love that you're invisible, bro. But right yeah. now. Right now. Like, I need you to fucking be seen. I need you to be a, a visible a visible man. Bro,
0: I get it. Science. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Test yeah. tubes, yeah. I love them.
2: It's great. Yeah.
0: But the fact of the matter is, yeah. you can either go out there and freeze to death. Your balls hanging, your invisible balls hanging out. Your yeah. Invisible balls, if I want to put them together, hanging out. <laughs> or we can chill out here and try and get a cure. You know, maybe smoke a cigar. Yeah. Have ourselves a nice champagne jam. O- what do you want to do? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just riffing now. It's turn? Your turn. My number four is the bookie's assistant in Rocky oh my god that's a so, good one because he's just a fucking ass a, we don't know what it, he yeah. drives uh joe Spinell around yep he drives him around and no matter what happens he just fucking gets at rocky yep he's like, "Yeah, your girl's retarded He like he's, like, he's <laughs> just a fucking asshole and uh oh, that's no a really matter good what happens cut. as soon as joe smells like all right calm down calm down here's 50 bucks yep. take your girl out you shut your mouth the guy's just like fine i'll shut my mouth hey rock your girlfriend's retarded. Like, you just yeah, like, yeah. why don't you take her to the zoo and lock her up with the other girls? I don't know what he says. So, I yes, forget. Yeah. But it's just like hateful mean shit uh-huh. that he does because he doesn't like Rocky. Yeah. And, and you get the sense maybe it's because uh, Rocky gets the affection of, I'm just going to keep calling him Joe Spinell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, keeps getting his affection, whereas the other guy is clearly right. closer to yeah. him. But whatever that professional rivalry is, all that matters is that the bookie's assistant is hilarious. Yes, And I love that he's in the movie. Yeah. But like, he's if so I knew mean. him, I'd be like, bro, you gotta like yeah. pump the brakes. Calm breaks. down. I'm an asshole. I say fucked up shit, <laughs> and I'm the one saying shit to yeah. you to calm down. You gotta chill. I can't call her retarded. That's so <laughs> tasteless. Relax, dude. <laughs> and, and honestly, Rocky's the one who's retarded. be <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> Oh, my God. That's a really deep cut. That's that's fun. He was literally the first one that came to <laughs> that's mind. That's so funny. Uh, man, I got so many on this list here. I'm trying to think which ones are going to be, like, the most fun to talk about. Okay. Th- just because this I thought was a funny one. So I'm saying this because of both Bad Lieutenant and Caster Troy. But then I realized... So first I thought of Bad Lieutenant. And I was like, oh, that's a perfect character for this. Like, that guy is, like... Such a fucking demonic presence in that movie. I
0: find him funny in a more guarded way though. right than yeah, <laughs> like, yes, I don't yes, love to hate right. him. I hate him, but he is funny. But it's <laughs> funny to watch He's Nick Cage do that crazy stuff. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah.
2: And then I was like, oh, so maybe Castro Troy is like a better example of this. Cause like Castro maybe Troy Nick is Cage like Cage is the answer. <laughs> my answer is any Nick Cage character. <laughs> yes. Any character that Nick Cage plays fits this mold perfectly. Perfect.
0: Honestly, in Mandy, it's like, bro, you didn't have yeah. to go that far. Yeah but i'm glad yeah leaving las vegas yep yeah. oh he's so funny in that yeah honeymoon in vegas <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You ever see that? I, I, I don't that. think i have no very goofy him yeah. and sarah jessica parker okay all right but uh yeah, yeah. not as dark yeah but, his, his but yeah that's what i
2: ended up going with was any nick cage character is a it. perfect fit for that's this a very good one. <laughs> yeah charlie kaufman uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was his brother's name uh donald <laughs> kaufman donald <laughs> kaufman <laughs> <laughs> all of them yep oh i love it that's yep. so good am i up you're up
0: cliff booth the stuntman oh. from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which... I was listening to the soundtrack today. Cheers to that. That is... I, I, I think that movie is like a monumental achievement. Yeah. It is tremendous. Yeah. It really, really, really is. And I think the one thing that sticks with me most is Cliff Booth is such a good character. Yeah. He's a quiet character. He's a minimal character. He's very funny. Yeah. But he almost definitely murdered his wife because <laughs> she was bitching at him one day, <laughs> which is inexcusable. Yep. But he's a great friend. Yep. He's a great dog owner. Uh-huh. Uh, and He's just like mad chill until he's not. Yeah. And then he might kick the shit out of her uh, Lee. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't. We don't know. Who knows? But he's an asshole and he's funny. And honestly, Rick, Rick Dalton would fit the same bill. But sure, yeah, yeah. If I were to pick the two, it would be Cliff Booth just because I'd, I'd rather fuck him. And I, th- I think it comes down to it. And I think
2: Cliff is like actively an asshole. Yeah. Where uh Rick Rick's a little more pathetic. He's yeah, and maybe a little more aloof or something. Yeah, he doesn't quite have it yeah. figured
0: out. Whereas I get the sense that Cliff Booth, at least in terms of his own needs, yeah. has it all figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cliff yeah. Booth. Yeah.
2: That's a great answer. I'm excited to revisit that movie. I've watched it three like, times. I, now. I really liked it, and then liked it more after just kind of like yeah, yeah, sitting yeah. on it and thinking about it. Watch it again. So now I'm excited to watch it again. It's yeah. just
0: and honestly, I, I've uh, Spotify just dropped like their like a uh, list based on an algorithm of your most listened to songs. Yeah, almost everything on my list is from that soundtrack. <laughs> okay, cool. Except the first two are just two songs from Xanadu on Broadway. <laughs> Sorry, It's Cheyenne Jackson voice of an angel? All right, all right, fair, fair uh did you
2: just go did i just go i, I just remember with cliff booth man oh. i have to
0: piss so bad should we rock it through this or should we let's just rock it, it. Let's, let's just rock it.
2: it so here i'll give you another one freddy krueger is a perfect example did of this think of him? freddy krueger is a perfect example he's of the, this.
0: he's he's up there with Tommy. It's, yeah he, i mean he doesn't
2: quite start that way but once you get deeper into the series that's how we know freddy now is, is yeah. as the funny asshole yeah, yeah that's true rock it through baby that's it
0: uh, my number two is Begbie from oh, uh, great. Robert Carlyle from uh, Trainspotting. Train right? yeah. More so in the first movie yeah. where
2: he's like. I haven't seen the second one, so I, I Well, in I the don't second
0: know. one, he's like straight up dangerous. Okay. Like, okay. I mean, not that he's not dangerous. He beats up women in the first one. But I, I like, understand, yeah. In the second one, he actually kind of becomes the villain. The second one is almost as good as the I've first one. I've heard first, it's great, yeah. It's fantastic, but Begbie's terrifying. In the first one, Begbie's a little bit more. What's the word? He's just more festive about it. Okay. Um, He's fucked up. He's violent. He will fight anybody for any reason. Uh, There's the great moment where he uh, accidentally is, like, fooling around with a transvestite in his car and doesn't realize it. And then when he finds out, it's like a nobody tell anybody about this and all Uh that stuff. And it's pathetic and it's hilarious. Yeah. And he's just a fucking asshole. Um. Yeah, Robert Carlyle kills it. Begbie yeah. is... But what I love about Begbie is the reason why he feels he can be this way is that he would never poison his body with fucking heroin. He says, <laughs> I'd never poison my body with that shite fucking heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, meanwhile, he's drinking himself to death. Yeah, like, so you're yeah. not that much better than these fucking guys. Right. But because of that societal superiority, he has the high ground which allows him to be an asshole. Whereas all these other guys who are killing themselves with heroin are like... Comparatively nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're not great. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, I I have a fondness for Begbie because I I grew up with some Begbies. Yeah. And uh, you know, it is what it is.
2: Um, I guess I think maybe my last one will be. I I think Daniel Plainview is who I'm gonna go with for my last one. He's funny because he is actually like pretty funny. Yeah. Like when he and, and I don't know that um I don't know that Daniel knows Daniel is funny. But Daniel is very funny. Is you know what funny. I mean? Like yeah. he he, he just like the way he chooses to phrase things. And when he gets really angry, he just suddenly comes up with these insane metaphors that like, well, like he uses to insult people. He's walking people. the line
0: between perfect propriety and doing what a man should do yeah. and drunk with greed and power. Right. And so that leads to him being proper, but also just being a, a proper asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a really good one. I didn't yeah. even think of that one. Yeah.
2: he, You know, it was like. I, when, I, when I first thought of it, I was like, oh, yeah, he's a great example of this. And then I was like, wait, is he? And then I was like, yeah, drink your milkshake. He's a great example of this. Like, drink it up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, so he's good. such a funny asshole.
0: I have abandoned
2: my boy. Yeah. Oh, that's not funny. That well, no, no. I love that movie,
0: though. All right. My number one. Do it. Two McFlies <laughs> I'm a- with the same...
2: Gun. I thought this might come up. It's poetic, <laughs> Biff, man. Biff,
0: but because there's five different Biffs yep. throughout that series. Biff, maybe Griff, so yeah, there's old Biff, Biff, Griff, old Biff, Buford Tannen, Buford Tan. alternate reality Biff. Oh yeah, and then oh, there's six because then there's alternate reality 1985 at the end of the first one. Biff. Yes, but Biff runs the gamut from pathetic, scary, lost, threatening, everything, but it's all true to Biff. Yep. And the thing about Biff is sometimes we laugh at him because he's clever, but yep. he doesn't know he's clever. Yep. Sometimes we laugh at him because he's pathetic, because yep. he thinks he's being clever. Yeah. But we always laugh at him because he is an ass- asshole. Yeah. Even when he's the subordinate Biff yes. at the end of the first movie, you know that he is just that close oh, yeah. to being an asshole. Yeah. He's just got to figure it out. Yeah. Biff, man. Uh, Biff, Biff is such a good answer.
2: Man. I, I like. I thought about him and I was like, Dan will pick Biff. Yeah, Biff's that's number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Biff. Biff. He's great. Biff Tannen. Yeah. yeah. He's so, so oh, good. I love it. Yeah. Uh, here, let Biff me just... Biff is Cartman. B- yeah, that's true, that actually, actually occurred
0: to me. Uh, was the New South Park last night, Cartman does not want to get vaccinated, and he squeals like a pig and runs around like a rodeo when they <laughs> try to. It's hilarious. And it occur- that's when I was working on this list, yeah. and that's when it occurred to me. For some reason, that registered. I was like, that's Biff. That's so funny. Biff uses forced to get out of things he doesn't want to do or to get things he wants but he's a fucking baby right (laughs) he's a baby and therefore he's a funny asshole oh that's
2: really funny that's a really great comparison here i'm just gonna like throw some others at you just because i thought some of these were good uh harry lime and marv merchants from home alone are both funny assholes assholes. i had rowdy rowdy piper and they live oh yeah that's good uh, Harry Callahan from the Dirty Harry movies, nice, funny nice. asshole, and Rorschach from Watchmen.
0: Okay, he's not that funny. The comedian's the obvious answer, but i I was reading I was reading Watchmen when we had this conversation. Yeah, I,
2: Rorschach, I think, is dryly funny sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Lou Bloom from Nightcrawler is kind of a funny asshole. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He's a kind of a funny asshole. Uh, uh, whoever,
0: uh, what's his name? Guy Pierce played in Lockout.
2: Oh, I've never seen Lockout, and he, I would like to. His name's Marion, but I yeah. forget
0: what his short name is. He's an asshole, but he talks so much shit in that movie, and it's very well written. Yeah. And it's a sh- it's actually a shame. that Fuck John Carpenter a little bit for suing that movie, because I don't think he should have won, and he did. We could have gotten a lockout sequel, and I like Marion as a
2: hero. You know who I was literally going to say next is Snake Plissken. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. But
0: not Jack Burton. That's right. Yeah. Not Jack Burton. No. He's just stupid. Yes, Snake exactly. Snake Plissken, yeah. Uh,
2: and uh, my final one is uh, Gremlins are funny assholes. They are funny gremlins are very funny assholes oh, i hate them yeah. i feel like because even if a gremlin like was doing
0: something i'd be like fuck you they'd all be like i can't fuck yeah, you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly like, you yeah. fucking assholes yeah. i hate you
2: <laughs> they're funny assholes yeah damn what good a rich list. subject that what a weird list to have become uh-huh. such a thoroughly pleasing list i love it i That's know good. Credit maybe to Evan Sathoff for uh I'll funny give it to assholes. Him, man. you give yeah. me a lot of entertainment I over the years. Yeah. I, I, I like your shit. I know. I should have looked up who actually wrote that beforehand, but I think it's him. I might have I been from about red that. Hulk. It <laughs> could have been. Might have been it might think have so. been uh what's his name? Scott Wampler. Yeah, could have been. I don't think so. I think I would have remembered. It was Evan Saythoff sounds sounds. I correct. think it was him, but yeah. I don't know. Uh let's let's sign off. We'll be at uh, actually, let me think. By the time this episode is coming out yeah. Uh, we'll probably be in the midst of the Philadelphia Film Festival. So um, yeah, yeah. we will uh, hopefully see people around at some movies. Should we
0: announce our next Come episode now?
2: Well, I don't know because I, f- I feel like there are still a detail or two to be ironed out there. Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, so we'll just
0: say this. We have some really exciting stuff yeah. coming up that will continue the horror theme a little bit into yes. November. And um, you're not going to want to miss it. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, we'll announce it shortly. Yeah. But um, yes,
2: we we have some very exciting guests we think coming up to the show. We will also have a recap of the Philadelphia Film Festival next month, I think. So yeah, definitely uh, stick with us because November's uh, already pretty much like in the bag. Like we we just have like one couple things to kind of seal up with that. But. I think we're going to have a very exciting interview. We're going to have a, a recap of the film festival. And uh, and and, and uh, actually, I think even another interview, too, that, sh- that should be fun. Uh, we have another guest lined yeah. up. That should be a good time, it's gonna too. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for sticking with yeah. us uh, another year. We're going to be at the end of the year, and then it's into 2020, oh bro. Every time. 2020, it so bruh. It's crazy. We're I, all going to li- die.
2: I literally remember seeing Arrival... At the beginning of this presidency, like it we just saw it the happened. the day after he won, yeah, yeah, the day after that feels like he it just won. happened, and we're almost at the at the end it. of his term
0: we're almost at the start of his second term, yeah, yeah, I, I know that's <laughs> the scary, <laughs> that's the sad way thing. that I unfortunately you know what, though yeah, I was thinking about this today, yeah, if I may offer a silver line yes um whatever you want to say about George W. Bush's presidency, it, it's a mixed bag, but we all ended on a sour note, yeah, and it was that shame. That fueled what I think caused the Obama presidency, yeah. which was an appeal towards the idea of we can be better. yeah, And y- we can all talk until we're blue in the face about what got him elected. I think more so than anything else, it was that. Yeah, it was. And I think that, at least in my estimation, when I look back on Obama's presidency... Um, it was imperfect, but it was the best one in my lifetime. Yeah. And and it was solid and it was good. And, and I think it was based around someone who I think is, is undeniably a good man. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever his flaws may be, mm-hmm. a good man. We can't say that now. Yeah. If we do have to suffer through a second one, which I hope we don't, but I think yeah. we might, the response candidate for that yeah. that speaks to the similar hope that Obama yeah. spoke to yeah. at the time uh i i think is a very promising yeah, thing I hope to look so. forward to and i look forward to it and i'm hopeful for it
2: i hope so man i hope elizabeth warren is our next president i love
0: her so much she's such a badass she's bitch awesome. she's so cool and and i love that she just actually has a plan for I things i know she's so awesome she's so cool um and she's I mean, like, Movie, movie, just to
2: advocate for Elizabeth Warren's I presence. know, I know. That's why I whispered it, because I was like, I don't know, do I even want to put like a politic thing no, here? No, you guys vote for you, want to vote for us. Yeah, yeah face, that's but true. But I'm just saying yeah. that
0: I, I, I'm hopeful, uh, yeah. despite there being a quagmire to get through.
2: I know, yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, the well, I guess we don't have to have a whole discussion, but that's why I like her, is I genuinely think she seems like a... a, a a good candidate to actually get through oh, yeah. what seems like a very difficult She is uh, the
0: most important thing that I think of in a candidate and it's the ability to say now that I have better information I would like to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I so often I just see politicians that refuse new information because yeah. they've already made their stand and it looks bad to voters to change. Yeah. So that's on us. But she seems to be the type that'll be like I actually thought this but now that I know this maybe I think this. Yeah. I'll take that over anything. Anyway.
2: Yeah. She seems cool, man. I'm into it. All right, let's close this she's episode. Kind of hot.
0: I do love her a little bit, like that.
2: Oh, she's cool. <laughs> Did you see her response to the fucking you know that Jacob that Wall was dumbass? The best. Yeah, the
0: video has been going around, and then she turns and walks. Yeah.
2: So, oh my oh, god, she's awesome. Yeah. yeah, she rocks. She rules. We, uh, yeah, I like to movie. Movie likes Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. There we go. Fair enough. But please, you know, as honestly, I like to movie. Movie likes good people. Yes. And whoever that may be to you, yeah. that is who it is. Yep. Uh. We I also like voters. You should vote. Yeah, you should definitely vote. Yeah, that's that's definitely what I'm I I'm newly
0: think. registered to vote in PA, so I don't have to cast an absentee ballot. And I can yeah, vote locally. I updated my
2: address uh, just a couple weeks ago to make nice. sure I could get in on the local voting. You got to do it. Yep. So, uh At yeah. Dan
0: Scully on everything, Letterboxd, Cinema 76, FinDy. I'll be covering the film festival. I just actually dropped a review for Gemini Man on Movie John. So, at Dan Scully on everything, definitely check that out. And
2: um, I love you. <laughs> i'm on uh twitter and letterboxd at phil It's that's with an f uh I'm over on cinema76.com and I have like some stuff up there for October because we've been doing like our best horror of the decade so it's I did a so bone fun. tomahawk uh, article I know so good uh, thank you thank you uh, and I have uh, Mandy coming up and ah, uh, yeah some other stuff so yeah uh, so there's like uh, some cool stuff over there that you can find from all of us uh, uh, over here on movie movie and uh, uh, yeah that's that's about it I think find, find movie movie email us I like to movie at gmail.com pizza America man too. donate pizza man donate um My name is Garrett Smith and I like to movie movie.
0: My name is Dan Scully and I have to pee so bad and I like to movie movie.
2: And we all know that you like to movie movie because
0: we like to movie.